Hello and welcome back to the A3 Footy Podcast. My name is Alex Catalano. Uh, and before we begin, we do have some breaking news that we've literally just heard uh, that Joe Danaher is officially requesting a trade away from the Bombers to go to the Lions. It's looking likely, or to Queensland at the very least. Alex Miller, it's big news. Yeah, look, shock, horror wouldn't be the things I'd describe it as. Uh, not surprised. Uh, interesting move for Joe. Uh, Shame for your mob cat. Hopefully, you get a bit of a uh, bit of a uh, currency in return. But Adrian Dormat will find a way to stuff up the trade. But good luck, <laughs> to Alex Doherty. This comes just after news yesterday that Adam Saad has also officially requested a trade to Carlton. I, I want an honest thought from you, uh, Alex Carolina. How how big of a mess is Essendon Football Club right now? Um, well, <laughs> if some of our highest profile players are looking to move out i'd say it's more than a rabble it is an absolute uh junk heap better or worse than north melbourne oh that's a good question well we didn't just deal with the players so i'd say better yeah, <laughs> yeah look, I'd say it, better. now look uh, i don't envy being in your position actually i was kind of in your position about six years ago and when Ryan Griffin left the dogs as, as captain and then Adam Kearney and Sean Higgins and all, all the, all the big mature, mature age players all walked out. And, but, um, oh, well, these you boys were privileged to see some decent players on your list. My team was woeful for about 10 years. So <laughs> more look, than 10, more than 10. We, yeah. We've got an exciting preview though to talk about boys. Oh, yes. absolutely. Huge round of football. Mm. Oh, say huge round, huge finals week one of football. Yes. <laughs> it was it was a huge week, uh, boys. Lots of lots of interesting results. I know that me and Doc, for one, only got one tip each, so it was I unpredictable. Got, I, I told you, I told you, boys, off there. I should have, I should have had two. I should have, I should have, I should have stuck my guns and tipped against my mob because I knew <laughs> they wouldn't. Have, they, He's changed his mind. No, no, I was foolish enough for one week to think that my team would oh. actually do something. Come on, Doc. <laughs> well, we're going to quickly quickly whip through the finals round that was, uh, starting with Geelong and Port on Thursday night, uh, which Port managed to get over the Cats and have put themselves into a home prelim, uh, beating them 9-4-58-5-12-42. Now, boys, uh, the big story from this game was Tom Hawkins, who kicked five behinds... Uh, and didn't land a single one out on the full. And one out on the full. Didn't land a single kick in between the big sticks. And would and have I made the difference if he did. I, re- I reckon. Like, I think three of those kicks, three of those shots were very gettable shots. They they weren't they weren't from a they weren't far out, and they and they and some of them didn't have a lot of angle either. But um, so, sometimes you have your sometimes you have a really bad day, and I guess Tom Hawkins, I guess you know just. It was probably one of those one of those days for him, I guess. And he he, he actually did very well. I think he was, he was matched up on Trent McKenzie for the most part of that game, mm. and and did well. I mean, he he took about seven marks and a it's couple fun. of them couple of them contested, but just couldn't just couldn't finish it up. I, I think, think Port, um... Port did very well to push him to the boundary a lot. Oh, yeah. um, he was taking yeah. marks in the pocket, you know, having to kick around his body, going from the fifty meter line on the boundary. Well, they were hard shots. You say around his body, Cap, but that one in the pot in the uh, about twenty out slight angle didn't shouldn't have gone around the body. And that one was shocker. This is the problem. Why didn't just get that? This is the problem with Cats boys. Um, if Hawkins isn't firing as a forward, they're they're cooked, and there's no there's no scoring power down there. And 
05 is not good enough. You've got two set shots stopped from 25 out, maybe 20 out, slight angle. First mm. one, he sprays. Um, same position, then takes around the corner. That's not good enough for mine. That's that's common medalist. You, you just got to nail those regardless of the pressure. But the ones in the pockets, as as granted, were a bit tougher. Um, not good enough from Hawkins. And I, I think this this team has clearly got some some mental images that haunt them in come finals, Geelong, because they look like it's a completely different outfit. You know, they've made top four now, boys, 11 seasons out of 15. Um, and the numbers are completely for them during the season. But they just you know, they just play a completely different brand. And it's terrible for, as a, as a general person to watch, but as a Geelong supporter, you'd be kicking and screaming at night, Doc, watching this mob go out into a final and just... It, it, Pitiful performance for mine. You know that's not five twelve is not good enough. It, it's it's definitely gonna it's definitely screaming out now as a mental issue as because like you said you've summed it up really perfectly. They've been thereabouts in the top four now since pretty much their first flag thirteen years ago. Since their they first haven't flag done anything since then though, Doc. That's the thing. So th- the question is, I pose to you: Does Chris Scott part ways, regardless of you know if they make it through this week against Collingwood, they play. Brisbane, I believe. Yeah, it's Brisbane at the Gabba. So win. that's a tough test. But even this week, I think it's a 50-50 clash. And I've, I've got my money on... Well, we'll find out later. But um, <laughs> I think Geelong, if Chris Scott goes out in straight sets, boys, I think, or regardless, I think he should be sacked. Oh, yeah, look, it, it, it depends on the situation. I think this, this Geelong team is so much better than what it was on Thursday night. And, and they've shown it this year. They've, they've had games... Well, we, you, They've had game last year, though, Doc. We 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 would have all sat here last year and said the same thing. It's yeah. the same old story for them every single final series. What I is think... it, Cat? What is it? It's a lot of passengers in this team for mine, boys. Yes, There's... I know. I'm looking. I'm looking at these at the stat line, and the whole pretty much the whole forward line, I think, has to be held accountable here. Gary Rowan, Brian Myers, uh, Gary Ablett, Tom Atkins. None of them hit the scoreboard. Two blokes that me and Doc are not a fan of, Gary Ryan and Grant Myers, have got some mm. serious work to do. I think you want to Rowan's... talk about passengers. You start in that forward line because they were not doing what they are supposed to be doing. Half of those guys didn't even lay any tackles. Rowan laid three, Myers none, Ablett, Ablett three, Atkins two. Which th- these guys should be. Their job is to put on the pressure in that forward line, and it's half of why Geelong have been so strong in that forward line. I'd, I'd this... love to. Know, I'd love to know the pressure acts that they that they. That they yeah. made because uh, the, the, it looked like Port got out of there too easily at, at stages. Therefore, with the, their back at defensive entries, uh, Doc were at ease for uh, for a Port Adelaide team that's not a huge possession club. They moved it out of that back line with ease, and I think um, that'd be disappointing for Chris Scott. But there's too many passengers. I think, like you said, um, the the difference between Geelong is their bottom six to eight players, and if they're not anywhere near on. Um, that's the difference between a Brisbane, a Richmond, even a, even a Bulldogs um, and, and a Collingwood. When they're fully fit, their bottom six players are better than Geelong's. You think about Jack Henry, boys. I reckon he had four turnovers at, and two of them cost goals, so it's not good enough for mine. And he just needs to learn how to kick the ball properly. Um, <laughs> it's a beautiful kick for goal, and that style works sometimes when you're 20, 25 metres out. But when you're field kicking... And it's finals. You can't afford to slice and butcher the ball like him. And Harry Taylor, boys, you know, he's, he's tried well all year, but he's getting old too. He's getting on. And I think um, you can see Doc, he's just hanging on to blokes. And uh, yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think Charlie, while he didn't have the biggest game. Um, it, it, think, it, it was definitely, it was definitely yeah. getting a bit of attention. 
I'm so frustrated, boys, by the Geelong because I've got a I've got a friend of mine who's a really avid cat support, um, and he's been a huge fan. And every finals he goes in, um, underestimating is probably an understatement. Scared as shit would be a better because he's just he's not confident in this team, and I don't know I, what it is. I genuinely think if you talk to any Geelong supporter right now, they'll tell you that they expect this because yeah. it's happened mm. that much. Exactly. Uh, it, uh, can I just say, boys, I want to, I want to get quickly get thoughts on Patrick Dangerfield's game because when Port took that game on in that third quarter, mm. it, it was nowhere to be found. He only had about four or five touches in that first in that third quarter, and uh, and it, it, it almost stems back to this this stigma that is going to start coming around that Patrick Dangerfield can't stand up in a big moment. He just disappears. Okay. He just disappears in these big games and. It's almost like he shows up for that one quarter where he'll be looking like he's trying to drag them over the line and then the rest of the game he's just it's just not there. And unfortunately, Paddy, if you wanna win if you wanna win a flag, you gotta play uh, to your best ability in finals. For four quarters as well, Kat. You yes, talked about you know, he, had, he had that amazing goal obviously where he ran on and kicked that and he looked like he had a dip, but like you said, Doc, that critical junction in that third quarter is when they needed to step up. And it's the same for a lot of their other blokes. Um, I thought Ablett did nothing. No, he, Ablett was very quiet. But he, you know, he has to play footy for God knows how long now. Um, Cam Guthrie, I thought, wasn't quite good enough. I thought... Um, he tried, tried hard, though. He had nine tackles. Yeah, yeah. Parfit had a dip. I thought, boys, he had a go. Luke Dalhouse just butchered the ball. I liked um, Lockie Henderson's game, boys. Yeah. Yeah, Henderson's never thought I'd hear you say that, Doc. But he yeah, said I never, I, look, it's, look, it's been a weird year. And, Eight uh, marks and 18 I've, I've said a lot of things that I never thought I'd say. <laughs> so what did they need to do then this week, Kat? I suppose, against Collingwood to, to win this game? Well, that's it. The forward line needs to fire because the Pies... The Port have a stingy back line. The Pies have a stingy back line. And it's going to be the same old, same old, I think. Uh, and the Pies actually looked like they were taking the game on forward of centre last week. And if they do that against the Cats again this week, I think they're in strife. So yeah. it's just, a, I think, a team, a team effort. Everyone needs to lift um, pretty much across every line. I don't know if they need to change too much structurally. I think mm. they've had a good structure all year, the Cats. Maybe it was that adding Selwood and Ablett back in all of a sudden that has kind of affected it. They are the oldest team ever. Uh, they feel the oldest team ever in the history of yeah. the AFL this week. And you've got to question um, how fit they are, Cat. Well, yeah. yeah, that's it too. Selwood came off injured. Uh, he, I think he, he copped something uh, late in the game. Yeah. Well, yeah. And he's obviously had surgery on that. So, um, and Ablett, as we said, didn't get much of the footy either. So, we're going to talk about Port though. Uh, they were excellent. Yeah, yeah. Port, the midfield yeah, brigade yeah, yeah. looked fantastic. Tom Rockliffe is a guy I think who was made for playing finals footy. Would you believe this is his first final ever? You, you, and, you wouldn't. Uh, you, you wouldn't have believed that because he, he looked he, fantastic in the middle. He, he looks like yeah. He absolutely looked like he belonged on the big stage. Tom yeah. Rockliffe. I, I tell you what, boys, this Port team will, will be something. Um, it's it's ta- it's taken about seventeen games. Well, ma- ma- maybe give or take a few. Oh, uh, I've been ta- convinced all year. Um, but oh, look, they've had a couple of shaky games. Let's let's be honest. I'm but sold. I think, but I think this I is, think this, Port can win the flag. I, I think, think this, so. yeah. this is the game. This is the game for me that that says that, that they can go all the way. Mm. And it, it's hard to believe that because they've been top of the ladder all year, but they've yeah. had a lot of sketchy performances. You, you say that as well, Doc, because you, you also remember what Geelong did to them a couple of rounds ago. They clobbered yeah. them, dominated them, and that's what 
that's what is probably, I don't know about you, but that's what impresses me most and convinces me is that you come back, your home deck, and, and you show that you can com- not just compete, but they, they deserve to win that game, boys. Four quarters of consistent footy. Yeah. Their yeah. back six was really good, Doc. Um, you mentioned you mentioned the 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 best and the the the, the worst six players. Well, like, you look at Port's younger brigade of players. Butters had a huge moment in the second mm. in in the last quarter. Uh, Rosie did some nice things. Didn't get a lot of the footy, but he, he still kicked a goal, a very mm. crucial goal. Laddams was lively, I thought. Um, I thought Ryan Burton, boys, my son was very good to have that. <laughs> my son, <laughs> your son. He, he was he was nice. Burton took seven marks. He was very good. Um, and also, boys, Todd Marshall, my son. Yeah. You, know, you, talk about, <laughs> you want to talk about son? He came off, and he came off with with a, a bad. It looked like a bad shoulder injury in that first quarter. You know, he t- went to, went to the rooms, got it looked at, and he came back with a with a bandaged shoulder, and he and he popped up with a with a very important goal in that last quarter. And I think that just speaks of how much guts he's got. He's mm. I've always loved his his talent, and I've always loved his ability, his his football IQ. But I never thought I'd. Obviously, he's had a lot of personal issues along along yeah. along the track here. But to come to come back and, and he didn't he didn't he almost a non factor for for the rest of the game. But yeah, you know, it's 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 a fair whack because he had a really bad shoulder injury. He could have easily said stuff it. I don't want to yeah, play anymore. Right. But he came back on and he and he popped up with a with a, a big clutch goal in that last quarter. That's 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 stuff of football folklore that. That's and, what, and that's what you want to see as a home supporter as well, Doc. You, you play yeah. some punch to see somebody give effort like that. And I think uh, you mentioned it, Kat, when mm. we did our preview. Carl Amon's job, I thought, on Cam Guthrie. It wasn't a hard tag, but it was a really good role. Yeah, he was running with him, making him accountable, um, which I thought is what you need to do. And it worked. Guthrie did not have the same level of impact, uh, I thought, as he normally does. Had the 16 touches... But uh, only 137 metres gained, which is probably not what you want to be seeing from your wingers. So I thought Amon did a really good job of uh, yeah, keeping him off the footy and just doing a tagging role. Fly, flies, on, flies, under the, flies under the radar for mine. Carl. He does. He does. Uh, we do have to move on to the next game of the round. Brisbane and Richmond. Uh, Alex Miller was not, not very pleased through the majority of this game. You wouldn't think it was only a 15-point loss, but the Lions got over their losing curse to the Tigers, 10-9-69 to 8-6-54. <sighs> Miller, you've what? booked in a date with the Saints this week because of this loss. Yeah, look, I don't really... Um, I'm not confident at all. I reckon the Saints get up over us this weekend. But, you know, credit to Brisbane. They played extremely well. Home deck, they were very good there. The defence was outstanding. Um, despite the shocking service from our midfields and whatnot. But, you know, Jared Lyons was huge. McCluggage, Rich's amazing goal to set the tone in the first five seconds. Um, and I thought, you know, Neil went, I thought this was, it's just, this is what's wrong with the AFL, right? The commentators, you know, Dusty had seven touches, I think, in the first quarter. Neil had none and they're bad mouthing him. Oh, is this the Brownlow Mellors? Is this blah, blah, blah. And Neil comes out and has probably the best three quarters you've seen post. Um, in the season, I think, um, for a guy who went touchless, his goal from fifty just and they were they were just on. They were that was probably the best I've seen the Lions play Doc in about a month because we've said if they can kick straight, um, them and Port probably the best looking teams in the comp and respectively they finished one and two. Absolutely, and, I, and we did touch on this last week. 
was if Brisbane could fix on their, fix their goal kicking, they're as good as anybody in this competition. And, and, and last Friday night showed because they were absolutely switched on. I want, want to talk about, want to talk about Richmond just quickly, boys. I thought there was a lot, a lot of talk about, um, get them, them being too, too confident in the lead up this game. But obviously they had, obviously they've had two big wins over the, over the Lions last year, the past year. And, and Dimmer and, and look, this, this might be clutching the straws a little bit, but a lot of people were kicking a stink on social media about Dimmer running towards the, um, running towards where that, when they line up for the, uh, the national anthem and they're and they're all having a laugh and, and, and a chuckle and a bit of God bless Queensland. Um, but I don't, I, I think for my, for mine, it's not, it's not a big issue, but there, there is a bit of, I, I, we obviously don't know what's going on, what was going on, but for people to come out and say that that's a, that's a bit of a, that's a bit of a cocky attitude. I, I, I don't know. I, I just want to get you, I want to get your thoughts. It's one of those things where, sorry, I'm uh, sorry to interrupt, but it's one of those things where they're going to get, if they, if they do it and they win, everybody's going to praise That's right. how laid back the Tigers were and, uh, you know, they're just taking it easy and taking it one week at a time. And if they lose, they're not putting in enough effort and they don't care enough. It's, you, you can't take those things at face value because you don't know what was going on in the rooms and whether that's their normal approach to a game to get everyone loosened up a yeah. bit and, you know, not getting too in their heads. So I don't know what you make of it, Miller, but I'm sick of yeah. shit like that. <laughs> getting um, overreacted to I, in the I, media. Yeah, I agree with that. Cat pretty summed up. I think they had a laugh because I think Dimmer forgot that they were doing the national anthem because, you know, you usually just go up into the box and Dimmer just forgot. So he missed that and they were just having a laugh because, I don't know. That's, yeah. what we've been, that's, our, that's our culture. That's our identity. And if people don't like it, that's fair enough. Because like I said, week after week, everyone seems to hate Richmond at the moment. The same for anyone... You know, it's the same for Hawthorne when they were winning week after week. And even when the Dogs won their premiership in that one-year doc, you know, the Dogs got a lot of hate. Post oh, yeah. You know, people hate success, especially when you're a Carlton supporter or a... Pe- um, pe- people are still on our case for that year because everyone thought we were paying the umpires. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so ridiculous. I don't read into it too much. I didn't think we were cocky. We were clearly outplayed. Um, you know, I thought there were some guys who had a dip. Cochin had a go. Martin tried his best. Um, Hooley was good. Nank had a dip, but I reckon he was clearly beaten by McInerney in the ruck. Um, yeah. I thought the, the biggest issue, boys, is the back six. You know, Grimes, Vloshton and Bolter didn't have any intercept possessions. Um, they were just very quiet. Charlie Cameron worked extremely well and played an extremely good game. He worked Grimes up the ground, as you boys would have seen him. Worked the treat. Um, Vloshton just dropped some sitters. Um, I thought Graham was really good. He, he had a dip, but yeah, just an off night. And there's going to be some changes because I think uh, we'll get to it later when we do our preview. But there's some guys in here that'll be um, sleeping with one no, eye open. No, both. <laughs> I reckon both their eyes open the way they well, play. I, I, I tell you, a lot of lot of fifty meter penalties they gave away in that game too. And, mm. and I know I know you were pretty vocal about it on 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 Friday night when you were messaging us. Some some of them I thought that were there. Uh, Obviously, you can't. You, you you actually can't get away with kick, kicking the footy after you give away a free kick. But in the in the nature of a big finals game, I think they have. To, I think they need to let let some of those go. Cause... When's the last time Doc you saw that this year? Give a give give a two maybe one, once or twice. I saw a fifty meter being paid for a kick. Sometimes sometimes you can kick it fifty meters down the ground and it's brought back. Yeah, they tend to let those go, don't they? So um, why is that okay? But if you go to kick a goal, like. Oh, 
And the thing is as well, the picket 50 was valid. Shouldn't have done that. The Shy Bolt one, I'm a bit hit and miss on because McInerney started and they're both going at it. So I don't see the point of paying it. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm uh, being a bit biased, that, boys. That, that, they, they always, they'll always get... They'll always pin the bloke who retaliates. That, 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 that's a given in football. Yeah. That's, I think it's one that's... of those things as well that kind of snowballs where once they pay one, they start looking for more and they're going to keep paying them. So, so the Dustin Martin one, boys, is the key one for mine. First of all, I, I don't think that's a free kick in the first place. What, what, what was the free kick for? Just He was me. in the ruck and he, he didn't even shove Martin out. He sort of used his forearm just to work him under the footy and got it. And first the free kick was paid and then he kicked the goal and it was brought in the 50. So I, I don't mind that. But the thing is, we saw, uh, I think I saw 150 metre for the rest of the uh, game, which I think was the Dogs and Saints. And the issue I've got, I've talked about it, Kat, is there's no consistency. That was Mm. the only game where I saw those free kicks being paid. And I've talked about, we wanted to talk about this actually, Doc, is the treatment of maybe, I don't want to talk about it too much because I'm going to sound like a biased knobhead, but the treatment of (laughs) Richmond, you think about Hawthorne's success, the type of not leniency from the umpires, but the letting it go and support and Collingwood in the 2010 and 2000 period were an example of that. And mm. Richmond have been second for free kicks, um, second last, sorry, for free kicks against and free kicks for, I think we're last over the last two years. And um, 11 to 17 and 450 may, like two of those were goals. And I just, I'm so... I'm not blaming the arms. I think it's hockey. And I think it's obviously ill-disciplined from us. But I just want consistency for the players and for each game to look the same. Obviously, each game is different in terms of some of the calls. But I saw it a handful of times. The, the Nick Vloshan one's a key example for mine, boys, where he actually, I think it was first quarter or second quarter, ran through the middle of the ground. Ball was knocked out and it was holding the ball. Um, and then Brandon Stasevich, third quarter, took on three Richmond players Ball was knocked out, clearly holding the ball, and nothing's paid. So, and yeah, that, it's in the sa- same that, game, Doc. So that what's Blossom, wrong with that? That Blossom one was a bit stiff for mine, I thought. Because, mm. yeah, like, you only got the ball and then probably went about maybe two or three steps. Yeah. And then got and, tackled. Um, and and he, didn't, he didn't even incorrectly dispose the football. No. It, 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 was, it was knocked out of his hands. And, and this, is, this is the problem I want to say is that this is exactly the same as the Port game, boys. That was a thrilling contest for three quarters. And a ripper game, Port deserved to win again. But the umpires just want to sit on their little high horse and just have a say in everything and um, just let the game flow. This this game yeah. obviously was outstanding. Contest cap, you saw it. It was great. But um, it was the same as the Port game. It was ruined, I think, by some of the umpiring calls because, you know, that was an outstanding final. But let's talk about Brisbane. Let's talk about Brisbane. <laughs> yeah, we'll quickly, quickly go through the lines. Um they had some great uh, contributors. I thought the even spread of goal kickers was really, really good to see. Uh, seven guys who kicked uh, one goal and then uh, Cameron with the bag of three. Uh, just fantastic to see them actually hitting the scoreboard. And uh, oh, Lockie Neal's roost. Yeah, Lockie Neal's roost. Where he tried to give it off to Rich and then the umpire said <laughs> no. So Lockie said, all right, I'll kick it myself then. I'll have a go. <laughs> that was an amazing kick, boys. Yeah, it was. It was massive. I think, few, it was, I think I was listening to the game. I think it was three AW. I don't remember who said it, but they said they were saying that uh, Neil was going to Neil was going to struggle to make the distance from about forty. <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you talking about? These boys kick fifty meters in their sleep. <laughs> I think Ryan Lester uh, managed to justify 
his inclusion with the job that he did on uh, on Rewell. He did kick the two goals too, but I thought for the most part he gave, actually managed gave to a good contest. Five. Yeah, gave a good gave a good contest. Yeah. Very undersized, and he, he put a good effort. The, the back six Brisbane were outstanding because mm. Harris Andrews, I think that was a problem. Harris Andrews had Chol on him, and he didn't even bother. He just worked off Chol and worked as an intercept. And I love Chol, but a very quiet game from him. And um, Hugh McClung you know, is one who I thought got a bit more yeah. freedom this game and really used it well. 20 touches, kicked a goal, five tackles, uh, three inside 50s. Been, Great been game crit- from him been criticized with his disposal a bit uh this year mcluggage so. yeah but he was, i thought he was good uh good disposal wise 70 percent uh mm. disposal efficiency this i thought game. jared berry as well was good boys his, his impact on the contest was good could have had two goals he had some simple shots uh, excuse me that he missed so <laughs> good to see good to see steph martin play as well Boys, yeah. he, he, he played well 19 hit outs and 12 disposals also four clearances and and ten contested possessions. So that, that that that's that's what you want from a ruckman. And Steph Martin's been doing that for um the last five six years now. So that's mm. that that's what that's what you want coming coming at the business end. Yeah, look, I slagged off the umpires, but Brisbane deserved to win, boys. They played outstanding. <laughs> Credit to them. They get a Definitely. week off. They they get a home final cat, and they'll uh they'll be a threat. Well deserved week. He loves it. He loves us. He loves the slagging off of the umpires. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be playing the winner of uh, Geelong and the Pies. Next game, Saints and the Dogs. Alex Doherty unfortunately didn't get to see the doggies get up in this game. It was a nail biter. 10-7, 67 to 9-10-64. The Saints just before just... before we start mentioning the best the best players. I just want to actually congratulate the Saints because they're they're. Oh. A, they're a decent team. They're, they're, they are a decent team. This You're is right, very man. civil. What, what I don't like is, the, is the, are the St Kilda supporters are, are the St Kilda supporters on the social media on the on social media that parade around like it's like they like they've just won the goddamn flag. So well, look, mate. If you just won your first final in yes. nine years, you'd probably be pretty happy too. No, it, it's one thing to do that. It's another thing to then start going onto our social media pages, the Bulldog page, because there was a fair few of them. Yes, I did night. say that though. A that fair few of them that, that went in and went to target, you know, our boys, Bonapelli, Bruce, all, all, all the, all these, all these cats. And look, it's good, it's good to have a win, but it's it, that's that's shit football for mine. And yes, honestly, honest, you don't, honestly, you don't but, go after the but, players. But for the for the for the sake of their, their supporters shutting up, I hope you give them a good touch up this week, Alex. <laughs> well, in terms of the Saints, uh... send, send them back to send them back to the shed. <laughs> In terms of the Saints players uh, who performed really well in this game, I want to say uh, Tim Membry would have had to have been close to best on ground for me. Uh, he played a bit further up the ground at times, managed mm. to kick two goals when he was forward, but he can move up the wing, I thought. Uh, yeah, he absolutely worked off Eastern Wood. He's, yeah, I, they, I, we saw a couple of players uh, shuffled around the ground to try and counter... Uh, the way the Bulldogs play, and it worked quite well. Membry pulling Wood out of the back line mm. was one. Jaron Geary playing that lockdown forward role on Caleb Daniel as well, which forced him up to the midfield. Obviously, he's still got plenty of touches, but definitely changed the dog's structure around a bit. I yeah. thought H- Howard was best on ground for mine. Yeah, Dug- I, 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 was gonna, well. I was going to I was going to second that because yeah. Dougal just absolutely worked off Bruce. He was. He he was here, there, and everywhere. And look look at these disposals. Look look at these numbers here: twenty disposals and fifteen rebound fifties. Yeah, 
Have you ever have you ever seen a player rack up rebound fifties of that magnitude? Key position player as well, boys. You forget how quick Dougal Howard is, and Cat knows firsthand. You you looked at him at Port and always thought that was the thing. I thought Hanbury as well, having a hand, obviously final experiences. Good to have him back last week. Bit of a tune up, and he was good. Um, oh, yeah, very. I thought Steele Steele had a good dip. Um, tried his best. I thought. Um, I thought Caulfield again was just outstanding. This this kid, mm. it's his first final. He he was, and... he, he was large in that last quarter, especially. Yeah. He took about took about at least half a dozen intercepts. Paddy mm-hmm. Ryder and Bard Marshall in the ruck made English look like a uh, an under 18s player. I thought <laughs> they they definitely dominated. Can can I just say that's one of that's one of the Bulldogs' problems right now. Mm-hmm. And if they and if they don't fix this in the off season, they're never going to fix it full. Never target another ruckman, Doc. I think. But, they need a second ruckman, and we're seeing and we're seeing right now what the better the better teams are doing. Obviously, we got a big lesson there from Barge and Paddy Ryder, and also Port have Lysett and Laddams, and Brisbane have that now. Have got Martin and McInerney, and Richmond Soldo sometimes when he's not injured. You need <laughs> yeah. to find yeah. A second R- option, yeah R- 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 Richmond had Nankin Soldo it, last year. Your, a second option you. who's not Josh Dunkley. <laughs> A second yeah. option who's not Josh Dunkley, Josh Bruce, Jack McRae, or Marcus Bond and Pelly. We need a genuine Ruckman. Yeah, so, I think that's the thing. I think two Ruckman, are, people were slagging it off. But even, you know, the next game's a key example of that. Collingwood, we'll talk about them in a bit. But, yeah, the Saints will be happy. They had a good crack. Obviously, the worst news, Doc, is um, Paddy Ryder doing mm. his hammy in the last... Missing the whole final series. Yeah, la- la- last, last, minute, last minute or two, wasn't it? Just, just terrible. And... Um, <laughs> And that 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 actually that 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 does make you sad as a, as a neutral football supporter because Paddy Ryder is, hmm. you know, I, I reckon he's probably one of the one of the more genuinely good blokes in football. That would hurt you, Cat, a fair bit as well. Yeah, I, I do. I do want to see Paddy find some success, and it is unfortunate because this is probably, well, it's looking like that he will go around again next year, but. You know, this year and next year probably going to be his best cracks at actually getting it. Well, if he's, he's stayed at Port, you know. He's had a great season. He's had and he has season. had a great season. I do hope the best for him. And I hope the Saints, if, if they do win it this year or come close this year, I hope they get close to or do it again next year for him. Yeah, bloody oath. Um, what about um, the dogs, Doc? Yeah, you tell us, to talk Doc. about them, obviously. Um, we'll start with the good and then we'll work our way to the ugly. Um, the good... Well, I, I, I like. Well, I think Daniel had a really good crack after quarter time, especially. He was, yep. he was pushed further afield and did a lot of good things with the footy. Um, he had 20, 26, 26 disposals. Thank you. Four, 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 re, four rebounds and three tackles. It also kicked the goal in the last quarter to, <laughs> to get it back to within a kick. I thought um, Bailey Williams had a strong game in defence. Uh, he was just named most improved player at the Dogs' best and fairest night last Lovely. night. So. Alex Miller and I are on, are on the money. <laughs> Your uh, son. Our, our son. Um, Your dads, tattooed son. Two dads and a nice kick. Equal uh, Bailey Smith loved how he took the, took the game on. 24 touches and six inside 50s. Four clearances as well, boys. I thought he was, he was fantastic. Uh, Rourke Smith worked, worked hard as, a, as more of a role player. Um, I thought he was good, Rourke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he pro- probably, probably got... Um, probably got caught out of position because he was mm. he was matched up on Caulfield in that last quarter and Caulfield took a lot of those intercept marks and Rourke was probably about five metres standing away from him. Um, Ed Richards, Doc, we talked up uh, in last week's podcast and he only got the seven touches. Yeah, Barely look... Found uh, the footy. Yeah, I look, don't know why we talked him up. <laughs> no, I, I talked him up to be dropped. Yes, uh, I think we, we, we definitely said that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but look, 
the problem with me here, boys, is there's too many, there's too many passengers on this. There was too many mm. passengers, too many guys that should have stood more, should have done more. But the missed uh, chances though, Doc, you gotta, you gotta consider, obviously, I think it was Wallace, Bailey Smith. And what was the other one that was now? Wallace, Bailey Smith and Hunter, Lockie Hunter. Hunter. You know, three, three goals that have to be penciled in. Why? Th- Why is that, that th- that third quarter just sums up our season. It, it's not good enough. Um, yeah. Bailey, yeah, Bailey Smith and Lockie Hunter had two easy set shots. And they were like, 20 out, not much angle. One, one of them hits the post. That was Hunter, I think it was. And Bailey Smith skewed horribly to the right. You almost missed a lot. He almost missed <laughs> a lot from, from such a gettable distance. And, and even Mitch Wallace's one. I just thought... That's Mitch, so, yeah. Mitch, yeah, Mitch Wallace's was a stranger because he, he had two easy shots on goal and... Before that, he had a he had a shot from the boundary and he nailed. Yeah. So uh, it's uh, look for my <laughs> as well as having a, a backup ruck for Tim English, our ball use going forward is still a horrible issue because we it, it's it's been a problematic since the premiership year because yeah. we, we we don't look sure of it going forward. We just hack it high and up and under, and that's where guys like Dougal Howard and Jake Carlisle come into play. Is that the um, lack of targets, though, do you think? I thought Aaron Norton was relatively useless. Um, Norton, Norton was useless for the first three it, quarters. To put it lightly. Uh, um, spot on. He was uh, very hot, very useless for three quarters and then decided he'd, he'd, he'd want to turn up in the last quarter, which is, which is fantastic, but I'd like a four-quarter effort next time. Um, yeah, look, it, I, I, I don't know. I think it stems more towards the fact of they're just not sure. Uh, mm. there's, no, there's no cohesion with the footy. Sorry, Kat, just before you ask that question, a couple of, a couple of instances come to mind. Uh, Jack McRae, in, I think it was the second quarter, I think it was, where he was running, they, they just completed a defensive transition from halfback to half forward. McRae was about 60 metres out. Mm. And he, instead of you know, running up towards 50 metres and having to ping, he handballs it over to Paddy Lipinski yeah. and he gets caught holding the ball. Who was, he was running about 15 metres further afield. I just need to take it, the game on. In a, in a in a big game situation like this, there is there is no next time uh, mm. after we after we lo- lost this game. I, mm. I would rather just see us take the game on for four quarters as much as we can. As have a go to, of that. Have, have a kick from McRae there, Doctor. Just the yeah. square, or even have a ping. Just. I, I would much rather him have a ping. I know he's. I know he's got the shoe. I yeah, know he's yeah. got the shoe for that's, it. That's what I mean. Like so. And yeah. and uh, and I think Lipinski did something similar in I think it was the third quarter after that he he hand, he he was running mm. inside fifty and handballed it to somebody and he got and Bonson he got Pelly, called, I think it was yeah yeah it might have been Bonham Pelly I think you're right I think I want to ask what's yes, the pass mask what's the pass mark for next year now after this we, another elimination final loss we need to, we need to at least win a final next year that that there there is not like, obviously like it's good to be where we were this year mm. coming from such a such a a horrendous start to the year, but now we've now we've got to take that next step forward. I it's, think top six and a final win, Doc, would be a, a finals win for mm. mine. Would be the the absolute bare minimum for. A and pass. if that doesn't happen, like you said, Chris Scott uh, yeah. should be under fire if he goes out again this week. Is Bevo Luke, under fire if that Luke, doesn't happen next year? Luke Beveridge should be should be under fire right now. This team is too good to be meandering around in yep. week one. Look, I, I love what he's done to the club. I love that he's took, taken us to the flag and, and he's rejuvenated this list. But right now, we, we're stuck in neutral. Mm. It's it the big it, old it, hamster wheel, Doc. I can say it. it, it it's, it's a frustrating thing for us because I know this. Th- these players are, are very capable players. You know, Jace Johannesson did nothing after quarter time. 
Hayden Crozier kind of, he had a good first half up forward, but then after Zane Cordy went off with the ankle, he had to go back. That was a big blow. Mm. Uh, Ed Richards needed to do more for mine, I thought. Uh, Easton Wood was caught trailing Tim Membry everywhere he went. He looked a uh, bit slow, Easton. Or is that just, has he always been slow? I don't no, remember. He's, he's, he's quite quick. He's, he's quite, not a bad mover, Easton. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's quite quick. He's not, not probably not the fastest. but He'll he be carrying just, still. Yeah, uh, m- maybe. Uh, yeah. Tom Liberatore had a great year, but I thought he he was a, a bit underwhelming for mine. Bon Pelly the same. Did a lot, but probably not enough. Yeah. For 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 what for the kind of player he is. Again, um, there are positive stock. It's a it's a youngish list still, and there's going to be. Um, I think hopefully they hit the trade period hard for a ruck, and maybe another good ball user. We we we. I tell you what, boys, we should be inquiring for Todd Goldstein right now. I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm serious. I think if you think you can be a premiership contender next year or the year after, I think the, that's not a bad pickup. Yeah, I agree. The, 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 the thing is, for mine, like Todd Goldstein's probably got maybe another year or two of footy mm-hmm. of good footy left at best, but he doesn't have to play full time. You can give Tim English a couple of, you know, maybe twenty minutes here and there as as a ruck. And, and Goldstein can go forward, can't he? Yeah, yeah, Goldstein can go forward. Tim English can play a lot of positions around the ground. We saw it this year. He can he can play he can play as an intercept mark. He can go up forward, kick a goal. He needs to put some muscle on that, Tim. I'm not he does. going. I'm not going to accept this anymore as the young skinny man. String beans. System. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not good enough because I'm. I'm, this... I'm also. I'm also not going to accept the the fact that we're a young list anymore. I'm. I, I, I'm. I'm done with. I'm done. I've made enough finals to push past that. I think. Stop right, me we can talk about, I know. I know. Doc could talk about the dogs all day, just, here, but we do have to move on. Just. Just one. Just one more person. I was there really, it is. Very dis- I was just very disappointed with Alice Keith, boys. He's had a great year, but he he just was not able to beat a, a kid still still in his infant stages as an AFL footballer and Max King. He needs to be he needs to at least be bringing those balls to ground and for, for him to do Is that. The infant two hundred centimeters plus because it's a big infant. <laughs> it is a large infant. Absolute, absolute man child. Yeah. I feel yeah, let's, poor, let's, let's move on though. We go. have to move on to the last game of the round: West Coast and Collingwood at Optus Stadium. Now this was an absolute thriller of a match. Uh, I thought it couldn't get any better than the Dogs and the Saints, but this Saturday night game proved me wrong. Good Saturday uh, for footy, boys. It was a fantastic round, I thought, all around. Game of the but, year? Oh, game of the year, possibly, unless another yes. final out does it. Uh, but 12 4 76 the Pies narrowly, narrowly got over by the smallest of margins, 11 9 75 to the Eagles. Boys, I just want to say, the, I, I, I tweeted about West Coast. It. The game-saving smother from Taylor Adams in the middle of the ground. How good was that? Incredible. The man has gone up another gear for finals. He's he's an All-Australian now. um, But, geez, he had an outstanding game. Yeah, I think... um, Next captain of the club. Yeah. yeah. The biggest thing for me was that I was a bit iffy about his All-Australian selection, but this this is a display of what you said, Kat. This is is All-Australian quality. I, I, Um, I did... I just want to say, just before you keep going, Alex, I didn't have Taylor Adams in my Australian team, but I wasn't, no. I wasn't, I wasn't upset about it because he's had a great year, Taylor yeah, Adams. He, he was twenty-five. He's actually who's my man, but I may as well read it out now. Twenty-five <laughs> touches, a goal, eight tackles. I think half of those were contested. He worked his ass off. The, 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 the biggest thing for mine was the Collingwood midfield just were outstanding. I thought Shalor twenty-five had a good dip. Um, Chris Main on the wing, very underrated. The, the eighteen touches and six marks just quietly and. I think Big Coxie. How about Big Coxie? Oh, I was going to say one more important midfielder. Thank you very much. And yeah, sorry. I, I Shut think, up, Cap. I think, <laughs> I think he should get a vote. And it's Levi Greenwood, boys. The job he did on Tim Kelly 
is outstanding. He's been rewarded That's with a, a that was a big effort. He's mm. been rewarded with a one year extension and bloody hell, you know, he had more touches. He had one more touch, but to limit Kelly to thirteen disposals I thought was really good and also eight uh, tackles as well. Yeah. I, I really and it's a couple of times as well, Doc, he saw Greenwood just shrug off tackles like they were a couple of he was playing under eights and he was the oldest one out there. So he was just dominating. <laughs> but yes, Kat, talk about your American mate. Yes, big Coxie. He was huge the first quarter. Uh, kicked those three snags and absolutely set the scene for the Pies. Uh, you love seeing a player kick him early and kick him into gear. I was wondering whether it was going to be shades of the uh, the grand final. Well, you know, the Pies starting strong and then fading off into the into the sunset. But I think they kept it up. And even when he wasn't taking marks, Cox, he was bringing the ball to ground level and doing everything that you want out of him. Uh, in that forward line, I thought. Why can't he play like this every week? Because he is a big giraffe and <laughs> has no coordination below his knees. There it is. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Look, I th- look, the reason, probably the reason why he can't do it every week is because team, because teams will swarm him. Like, that, yeah, like, and also because the Pies don't play like this every week. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> they haven't. They, well, I don't think they have all year. That's the think, best I, I, entry I, I, stock they've, I, they've moved into their 50. The, the service for Cox was great. They put it on his head, made McGovern really embarrassed, who was useless. I was going to say, he made your mate Tom Barris look like, a, look like an absolute chump. In yeah, the words well, of uh, Daddy, Daddy Doka, he was Tom embarrassed. Yeah, Tom <laughs> embarrassed. Um, yeah, look, they were outstanding, the pies. I really, I, the biggest one for mine, boys, is the Darcy Cameron inclusion. The seven touches and nine hit-outs will not jump off the paper. The four marks, I think four of them were all contested down the line mm. clunks. It and was a good night for the Collingwood Tools. The decision, Cat, to play him in the ruck against Nat Nui in that last stoppage was... A, a, questionable. Not, questionable, not questionable at best. Because I think Nathan would have said, look, I know what Brody's going to do. He's going to want to leap like Nat Nui, compete high. Darcy, I want you to stay down and just hold the ball in the centre. And he stayed down. He made it a 50-50 contest. Got it out to Dacos, I think. And then mm. it was they were out there. and That's a beautiful call. It was, call. It was a was surprising really... move. I think as soon as I saw uh, Cameron in there, I was screaming, where is Grundy? Um, but yeah, no, he, he had a good game, I thought. It, uh, even the inclusion cap was questionable because... Mm. I know, we I were think... calling for... Uh, who did we want to have in? I, I think, think we, we said had, um, we said Maine and I can't remember who the other bloke was. Oh, um, well, well anyway, it wasn't Cameron. <laughs> I think I think it was good though because you could see Nathan had identified boys that the West Maybe Coast Tolls, like Darling, Kennedy, Waterman, mm. McGovern, Barris, were going to dominate the air, and to chuck another Toll in there uh, was a really good idea, and it worked the treat, Doc. Just just to try and just to try and combat, combat that sort of aerial yeah. style because we know. Mm. They, the West Coast defence thrives on air ball. Um, that, so that, that, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, I was very 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 fond of Darcy Cameron's game, boys. Didn't yeah, didn't get a lot of the footy, but yeah, just made the contest, and that's what you want. Um, what about Brody Marchek's paycheck? Oh, How was, much is he getting now? I was, that, I was just about to, I was just well, about that, to ask ask about uh, Brody Marchek. He he does he deserves all the money that that Colin would have. <laughs> Right now, it's probably not. Right now, it's probably not a lot, but they're probably going to have to ask uh, Jordan Degoe to, you know, trim, probably trim a little cheeseburger bit. and a fifty cent soft serve is all they can afford at the moment. So, <laughs> if Mitch McGovern sees that, he'll come swoop in and join Collingwood. But I think, um, <laughs> yeah, that goal, Doc, in the last quarter, left foot in the pocket, that has to be. If goal of the year could be in the finals, um, it should be. It should be. I don't understand why it isn't, but 
Brody Marchek, he is just such an important. He's going to be such an important piece to that team, and I think it stems back to Collingwood's forward structure because Mason Cox dominated early, but then mm. as the game progressed, it became Brody Marchek's game. It's mm. it's it, it's fantastic, and and I hope that I hope he gets a good deal at Collingwood. Otherwise, there will be about nine other Victorian clubs that will swarm to get yeah. him. Yeah, and Dacos Cat, you know, first final. I thought he was really good. Stood up under pressure well, uh, Dacos. Probably didn't have as many touches as he has uh, in the past, but against an experienced midfield group like the Eagles, to get 17 uh, playing off halfback and on the outside, I thought was a very good effort. Uh, For the Eagles, though, boys... Sorry, just just quickly, what did we think of Jack Madgen's game? Because I thought for mine in a game, not a very experienced player, but... I thought he stood up in, in a big final. The last the last quarter, especially, I thought Madgen stood up really well. Um, looked really composed uh, by foot and marking the ball as well. Uh, he played on Crips for a bit, which I thought was an interesting yeah. matchup. But he, he did well, Cap. Yeah, he did, he did well. I thought probably, considering yeah, his experience, not a bad final for him. And I wouldn't be surprised if he stays in uh, this week. He probably will. Uh, you think, want to talk Eagles, Cap? Who do you who do you want to? Uh, yeah, well, look, the Eagles. That I want to highlight. The Eagles <laughs> Tools had a bit of a had a bit of a night out. Uh, eight goals between Kennedy, Darling, and Allen in that forward line, and seventeen marks between them two. So they Kennedy they Houston, they all looked sorry. really strong. Yeah, Kennedy's three four really could have sealed the game for them multiple times, and Darling as well. Um, he was kicking them, kicking them from fifty out, but something <laughs> when it counted. He was uh, uh, I, I think Charlie Dixon and him can have a competition for biggest flops because those guys are huge. <laughs> they're great, strong bodies, great marks, and they just float around like dead fish in a pond. So I will say, uh, when he was on the lead, darling, he looked really, he really looked great. dangerous. He looked outstanding, and um, but needs to work on that one-on-one. Yeah, I thought Oscar Allen had a good crack, boys. Um, mm. He was he was good. Um, I thought, you know, McGovern, considering how, how much you know he missed three weeks of footy now or two, he had. A, I want to know, boys. I want to know. Tell me, how did Jack Petricelli stay in this team? <laughs> got three think touches. So. I think uh, he, he was brought into the team, wasn't he? No, he, no, was, he was in from I, the last I, round of the hell right. injuries. We, but we, how I, the hell did he stay in? I, I couldn't tell you. We pro- asked pro- him to be drop cat, and pro- probably had, said, "Shut up, idiots!" And pro- um, <laughs> probably had dirt on Simo. That, that, Simo would have wish he did. I thought Petricelli, Cole um, were pretty useless. You, you don't thought, like Tom, you don't like Tom Cole, do you? He's had a pretty decent year this year, I think. He's actually hit the scoreboard a couple of times, but um, I don't know how, but okay. Yeah, but he's been a bit woeful. I thought Brad Shepard did an interesting role on go. He was a bit up and down, but Tim Kelly so, got silenced, didn't he? Yes, he did. But but the issues are, Cat is Shuey's in there, and there's um you know Dom Sheed. If Kelly's quiet, someone else needs to step up and try and win the game. And Shuey, well, I think Gaff tried too. I thought Gaff was. Um, very as gaff-like and very outside easy and none of his oh. touches hurt. He had one inside 50 that I thought was outstanding and um, was it was the Kenny on the chest and the rest of them. Phew, 13 handballs of his 24 <laughs> touches. Um, I thought Duggan butchered the ball like a true man. Jack Redden as well. Like a true um, man. <laughs> I think um, Nat Nui and Shannon Hearn tried Doc. Um, but Yeah, I agree with that. Nick Nat looked like he could have won the game off his own back at times. Uh, yeah. He was elite in the Liam run. Ryan can just get out, boys. That's <laughs> disgusting what he did to uh, Braden Maynard in the third, second quarter, showing him the ball, 
um, and then going on to lose the game. Pretty outstanding. I think him. me and you, me and you, Miller, both identified uh, that we don't have much love for Liam Ryan. I think, or um, Luke. Uh, and that that cocky on-field behaviour certainly doesn't help, especially when good, you lose. He's a good player. There's no question about that. Is he an All-Australian? No. I don't Every time he, he goes to mark the ball, I swear to God, they always yell, Flying Ryan. I could never like, yelled Flying Ryan almost more than Flying Ryan actually marks the thing because <laughs> he only had... That's not bad. But, but were, they, were they huge, big? He always... He, just, t- he t- took a couple of contested grabs. Look, he I, think, I think he, 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 he was had a really good game. Good. Uh, a good game marred by that, by, by that uh, cocky behaviour. I don't like it. just does not look good, like I said, when you lose the game. I hope yeah. he sat down on his plastic chair uh, full time. Because that I think he can, just, he can just cut that out and, you know... <sighs> he can be a star cat. He can, be, he can, he can be. genuinely be a star, no question. His ability's there. Um, Yes, I think he was just looking to try and draw some free kicks off Maynard because he knows he's a fiery character and he knows he'll get stuck into him if he... I thought Maynard beat him, to be honest. Too much. Um, you know, yeah. I thought oh, look, he was really good on him. Oh, look, Ryan, I think Ryan can hold his head up high in terms of the game overall. Yeah. He, he had 16 mm. touches, kicked the goal, a couple of good, couple of good grabs here and there just as well. Just that shit out. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah that, simple. That, and also, also a couple of goal assists as well, so... Mm. He, he, he played he, well. He yeah. was he was nice. He had a good game, Ryan. But I I, I agree with you, boys. I, I I don't like that sort of that sort of cocky attitude because number one, you know, Braden Maynard's already going to be um, it's going it's going to take it it's going to take it to another level, and um, yeah, and it's it's not it, it's going to be a pretty bad look if you lose. And yeah. lo, lo and behold, they, they lost. <laughs> um, I suppose just quickly before we get to who's the man, the thing we wanted to talk about, Doc, was the. Incident in the newspaper, uh, the dirty pies. The dirty pies. Yeah, this, uh, yeah, this was this was a bit bewildering, and particularly well, a Western Australian paper. You know, it's going to be a little bit of bias towards the. And that's fair enough. The, the West, that's okay. The West Coast. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, and, and and I think the whole the this whole thing about caravans and things is a bit strange. Uh, yeah, they didn't have <laughs> enough hotel rooms. They said so. The no, pies the, staff had to live out of caravans. Probably makes the win all all the more sweeter because um. Yeah. Colin, no, nobody gave him a chance. We, we certainly didn't. We thought West Coast were going to mop the floor with them. Oh, I thought I thought West Coast weren't going to smash them. Um, but yeah, I thought they were going to win. Still, yeah, I yeah. think um, the biggest thing as well, Doc, is you add Kane Corns' ridiculous comments into the mix, and probably would have been a bit of bit of liquid for the pies to chuck on the fire because that that would have got them fired the up. Kerosene, right? yeah, a bit of kerosene <laughs> indeed, and. We talked about, Doc, if it was a Victorian paper, Herald Sun or The Age, um, writing about West Coast coming to Victoria, playing the final of the MCG and saying Dirty Weagles or West KK or whatever, um, that there would be there would be riots in the street. They'd be, going to, they'd be going to McLaughlin asking for, you know, have this paper be shot um, and have these, have these journals put down at the vet. But I think it's a two-way street. Same thing happened, boys. I don't know if you remember... Um, 2017 when the Crows were playing us in the grand final and I think the Crows Adelaide Papers forgot that there were two teams playing they'd already penciled Adelaide into the <laughs> grand final so yeah. um, well, I saw a um, saw a thing from Seven News Adelaide where they had the grand final and they already had Port locked in for it uh, <laughs> Port versus question mark <laughs> so apparently they've already won against uh, their opponent Ooh, there you next go. week 
Yeah, well, it it is a bit of a two way street. I, I don't like this the whole the whole sort of speculation mm. deal. And yeah, look, who, who's actually shocked that Kane Corns is uh <laughs> is making these sort of predictions? Not, not I. No, not no, I. the bloke's more full of shit than the sewerage plant. Boys <laughs> down the street. Who's, <laughs> who's the man? Finals edition. Uh, Alex Miller already gave his man before. He ran over Taylor Adams. <laughs> I got him. Um, so, Doc, uh, give us I'm, your man. I'm going to go back to the uh, the Port game. Um, look, I've, I've I've been I've been, I've rubbished this bloke for the last two or three years because, plain and simple, he just doesn't do enough for for what he for what he's worth. And but I thought this game was a, this game was one of his best games. Stephen Motlop with uh, with the three goals. He looked very very dangerous as opposed to what the Geelong defence were doing. Um, I don't remember who, I can't remember who he was matched up on. He might've been on, he might've been on your mate, uh, Jack Henry uh, Miller. Yeah, he was. Just let him roam free. But, but yeah, I thought when, whenever Geelong pressed, the thing that stood out to me here was whenever Geelong pressed, Stephen Motlop came back with a goal and mm. it, it, it's, it, it, it's, it's a big thing for me. It, it's a stand up because Stephen Motlop has, has been susceptible to, you know, putting his hands up, saying, "I don't want to do this shit," and he and he'll, and he'll just trudge <laughs> off to the bench. Um, but that that that's huge. And I think that probably speaks about you know Port's premiership credentials right now. They're all in Port, and yeah. and it's and it's guys like Motlop who who do, who don't do enough consistently that are there. That he, mm. he, he needs to do it again mm. at the prelim, whoever they take on. Yep, that's a fair call. Well, my man for this round is. Uh, one, Daniel Rich from the Brisbane Lions, who we talked about Cox setting the scene early in the Collingwood game. Well, Rich set the scene early in the Lions game, kicked that huge goal on the run just outside 50, and Alex Miller was screaming, <laughs> wondering who the hell was on him. Uh, but he had a fantastic game, Rich. I thought he was excellent off the half-back line. 20 touches, 9 marks, 3 tackles, uh, had the 7 intercept possessions as well. 605 metres gained, which is massive. Eight rebound 50s and three inside 50s. He ran up and down the links of the ground probably about more times than uh, anyone could count Daniel Rich. And I thought he was elite and could have had that second uh, handoff goal if the umpires had let Lockie Neal give it to him. So he was <laughs> huge. And I love, I love when players like Rich stand up in finals because, you know, they bleed for the club and uh, just fantastic to see. Very good. Uh, I'd already rattled off... Uh... Taylor Adams, um, I suppose the last thing to point out is his amazing um, game-saving tackle at the end, which Cat was on Twitter raving about, saying that oh, uh, love he loves him. And fair enough, he's an outstanding player. Bleeds for that club, as Doc mentioned, future captain. And well done to Taylor and the Pies. There'll be big tests this week. But Tips, boys. We got, got tips we, from uh, last week. We only, <laughs> only got one. We only got one. Yeah, None of us uh, knew how the finals was going. Myself and... Oh, sorry. Doc and Miller both tipped Port for their one tip. And I tipped the Saints for my one tip. So poor showing from all of us this week. <laughs> uh, look, as the tipping champion, I want to say that we suck as a unit. Um, well, we you've got a 50-50 chance this week to get, uh, get, get at least one, one game right. Get one. <laughs> look, so. I, look I, I, really should have, I really should have tipped against my mob because I knew we weren't going to beat them. Even if we did... Even if we did came come back in that fourth quarter, you know it was tough for naught. You know we got we got to mm-hmm. play consistent footy. 
That's the confidence from Alex Doherty. Kat, you've got news galore, mate. We've got news galore. Uh, first, maybe not galore because uh, they're not huge names, but the Hawks have done a few delistings. Uh, Darren Minchington, much to Alex Doherty's delight, has been kicked off that, another list. Get that up, you have Mincho. <laughs> <laughs> Will Golds and Jackson Rossi are the two uh, delisted by the Hawks. As I mentioned the other week, boys, it's a, it's a mistake drafting Darren Mitchell, but it's an even bigger mistake letting him onto a second list at all. <laughs> so we've done a lot of scrapping there. Last night, uh, I was following it live, the uh, draft appeal. Uh, ben Long was trying to get off this one-week suspension and it failed. So the Saints are going to go to the tribunal, I believe it is, to try and get this overturned again. He, de- um, he, de- he deserves that week. And you can and you can and, and you cannot convince me otherwise. Yeah, look, the the jury uh, deemed it to be unnecessary, and it was high contact. Uh, so the potential yeah, to cause injury was just too high. Can I, can I just say, anybody who's comparing this to the Trent Koch and Dylan Shield hit from three years ago needs to seriously go to the mirror and reevaluate reevaluate your life choices. <laughs> I think, because, um, yeah, that's because, a fair call. because the, the the two the two hits are, are, are different. I mean, that mm-hmm. Cochins was, was directly at the ball. You saw him, he, you saw him, he was going for the ball. Not according to everyone, that wasn't a Richmond No, <laughs> That no, wasn't no, a Richmond supporter. No, so, no, Saints will tell you different because uh, they <laughs> want Ben Long. But to, I'm telling you, dead set. Uh, ben Long could have opted to tackle him. He didn't. And, and because of that, he's going to be in strife. And, and I hope he enjoys his week off. <laughs> I think the only saving grace is that... Um... What should we call it? McCray um, got up. And he, yeah, McCray got up. And well, the other thing it. as well, Cat, is that we forget, or people don't forget, but Long got suspended for three weeks earlier. Mm. He so. does have a prior record to yes. look at. Uh, we talked about the Don's news before, but just to recap, Adam Saad will be making his way to the Blues and Joe Danaher will be going to Queensland most likely. Jackson Haightley from the Giants. Doc has been linked to the Crows. I Which called Doc this called a couple of weeks I, ago. I called this a year ago. A year, a year ago. ago, a whole a year, year ago. ago. I remember on a, a, a trade year. recap. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, I think it was after Maddie Nix got a point, and I said, and I and I did say that they should target Jackson Hately. So if anybody, if anybody is looking for a recruiter, please hire me. I'm. I'm I will. I will take money. <laughs> uh, we've got. We've got some other news. Paddy McCartan, as we know, spent a year out on the sidelines. But he's been linked to the Swans, who are interested in picking him up. And I've heard a few Victorian clubs as well uh, asking the questions. So Paddy might find his way back onto a list. Hopefully, fingers, oh, he crossed, fingers crossed he does not cop another concussion next year. Or I fear that will be his career over. Yeah, you'd hope you'd hope so. It's pretty bold to come. It's pretty bold to uh, declare yourself fit and firing when you've had so know. many so many concussions. But <laughs> I, I hope the best for Paddy because he, 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 he seems like a good fella. I don't know if you boys read uh, the articles about him when he was talking about the effects that his concussions had had yeah. on him, but he had to had to like, I think he couldn't drive. He had to refrain from doing anything too intensive for about seven months or something. It was, mm. uh, yeah, couldn't operate, you know, a car or any other sort of machinery. Uh, light was just looking at the sunlight caused him headaches. Horrible mm. stuff. Something for probably uh, the young man, Cat, unfortunately, at West Coast, Dan Venables, who you mm. know, has almost two years of footy, and we wish him all the best. But it's just terrible nowadays, some of these young guys getting injuries because, you know, it, sorry, anyone getting a concussion is terrible, mm. but especially when you're younger, you know, the possible health implications. So, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Paddy will definitely make a comeback. And I think the Swans, him and Tom, 
that would be a beautiful sight to see the brothers. That that would be nice. That that'd be a, a lovely little heartwarming story there. That would be. Crows have got another man interested in making his way over. Matty Scharenberg can't find his way back into the Pies side after a long time out from injury. Uh, looks likely to go to the Crows, Miller. He's good as gone, I think. Um, Magin's taking his spot. Yeah, okay. I, I, I like that. I think, he, I think he'd be good for, for what they need, the Crows. They're still a, rebuild, a rebuilding team. And Scharenberg probably probably get a few few years under his belt now. With um, He can take Harding's spot, Doc, as far as we're concerned. Oh, <laughs> Uh, oh my I, I, God. I, reckon, I reckon a half-eaten meat pie could take a Carl Hardigan spot. <laughs> they're about oh, to give I thought Hardigan deal. actually had a good oh, year not, this year. But... They're not, they're not going to give him another deal, are they? They are. They I've are. been reading it. They're going to give him another one. Oh. Anyway, anyway, Braden <laughs> Proust, we've talked about a lot off air, uh, linked to a move to New South Wales. Both the Giants and the Swans are interested. Uh, we've it, all it, agreed that the Giants would be the better home. He goes to the Giants for mine. Um, Jacobs is already gone, and Mumford better better be going as well, because that 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 bloke is a genuine liability. Uh, Shane Mumford had a great career. Uh, don't get me wrong; I, I haven't been coming after Shane Mumford all year. I just think the last or or his career. I just think the last couple of seasons he's just been yeah. almost next to useless. If he's not if he's not trying to snipe blokes off the footy, he's not doing anything. You made a good point though, Cat, possibly about the Swans, but I suppose they've got. They've played a Aaliyah Aaliyah in the ruck and they've got Hayden McLean and they've mm. still got Michael Knoll who they want to re-sign. So they've got some... And they've still got Sinclair and Nate Smith. So they've got options, but the Giants genuinely have no ruckman. So I reckon... They yeah, they don't have many options who either should be playing in the back line or have been injured pretty much their entire careers. So we'll see how that goes. Caleb Daniel Doc, you were very excited to inform us that he won the Doggies BNF last night. Absolutely. Um, what 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 a story from from him. Pick forty six in the twenty fourteen draft, and you know a lot of people a lot of people passed him up because of his size. He's only very small, one sixty seven centimeter player, but his foot skills and his decision making abilities this year have been absolutely fantastic. And I think the last last month has shown that if he's if he's being exposed as a defender, you can push him up further up the ground. And he can actually do a lot more damage with the footy. And you know, just quickly, boys, I, w- I want to see Cal Daniel play that midfield half forward role next year. We need users of the footy. That, we need users of the footy that can actually deliver the f- that can actually deliver it inside fifty and kick a goal and kick yeah, a and, goal and kick a goal. Uh, yeah. So I, w- I want that to happen. Luke Beveridge, if you're listening to this, give me what I want, Cal Daniel at half forward. I think you overestimate uh, the doggies' coaches' uh, <laughs> reliability on a three doc. Yeah, look. Information source. Yeah, look. You got to sh- you got to shoot your shot somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, we've got the finals coming up this week. We don't have teams well, yet. I've just got one more bit of news. Quickly. Oh yes, Oleg Markov. I've got foot on the run sheet. Cat, not your fault. Yes, to uh, the Suns. Been linked with the Suns, uh, and also Nathan Broad still heavily linked. As good as gone, as far as I'm concerned. So Oleg's both player. up there in a package deal. Yeah, look. Yeah, Mar- uh, Mar- Markov's had had a lot of good games when he's been given the opportunity. I wouldn't get rid of Markov. I'd get a deal broad and Peter Wright involved for us, is what I'm mm. hearing, uh, which would be very nice. Jack Rewalt coming to the end of his career a little bit now. Probably got one. Oh, you're, you're, not. you're not. Peter <laughs> Wright. Not, you're not proposing Jack Rewalt to go to the Gold Coast. No, I said no, just Nathan to get broad, Timmy to Peter in. Nathan Broad for Peter Wright and Peter Wright to replace Rewalt eventually once he retires. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not trading <laughs> Jack Rewalt for Peter Wright. This is not 2003. Boys, uh, the finals previews. We don't have the teams yet. Uh, A few of these sides will be making a couple of forced changes, though. The Saints will have Ben Long and Paddy Ryder out. And Carlisle. And Carlisle as well. Uh, Birth of his child coming up 
on the weekend. Congratulations to him, and it's a tough decision, but I think we can all agree that footy is bigger. Oh, sorry, life is bigger than footy. Sometimes. Yes. Oh, our yeah, family, family comes first. Absolutely. Uh, so you can't begrudge that. And the Cats, Joel Selwood, we're not sure You'll if play. he will be playing next week, but more likely than not. So, boys, Tigers and Saints, Metricon Stadium, Friday night. Who gets up? <laughs> Miller, give me a tip. Well, I think we make three changes. Lynch comes in, Caddy, and uh, I reckon Jack Rush will get another crack, but I think Caddy and Lynch will come in for Chol and Pickett. Um, don't know who the Saints are going to bring in, but yeah, they've got some. They, I think John O'Marsh will get a crack, and maybe Nick mm. Hine. Um, Nick Hine, so Shane Savage, they've got options. I love Shane Josh Savage. Battle I'd, I'd love too. to see. Yeah, Josh Battle would be all but in. So I'm not confident at all. I reckon the Saints will beat us, but because I support my football club and I love them, uh, we, sh- we we hopefully can win. And good luck to. Them. I reckon we'll win by three points. Anybody, uh, sorry, just quickly. Anybody that accuses me of uh, not being loyal, I've been a, I've been a supporter of the dogs for twenty years, and I know what's real and what's not. So, <laughs> um, so anybody that tells me I'm not I'm not a I'm not a supporter can piss off. Who are you uh, tipping, mate? Yeah, look, it'd be a good one. Uh, Saints uh, absolutely had their had their way with you last time last time they met, which was um, almost about a lifetime ago now. Mm. Um, oh, look, I, I'll back your boys in this week because I think that. They don't have two bad weeks in a row, and I think the Tigers would have learned a lot from uh, from last week. Uh, the, the loss of Paddy Ryder will hurt a lot for mine. I think uh, Tigers are going to done as well for mine. I think it'll be close, though. I'm going to say 14 points. Yeah, I, I reckon it'll be about 16. Okay. Saturday night at the Gabba. This is huge. Cats Oof. and the Pies. I surely, don't think... Surely Jordan Clark comes in here, boys. Yeah, I can't believe have to say so. at the moment. It's just a strange... Get Mark O'Connor out. He's been relatively <laughs> useless a guy. We forgot to mention because I forgot he was playing. If the uh... Pies are looking to take the game on the same way they did, then the Cats need that extra pace in the back line. Yeah, the saying. Pies win, boys. Ooh. I think I'm going to tip the Pies too. I'm riding look, high on them. Look, my heart wants to say the Pies. <laughs> But um, I think my head says Geelong will uh, will bounce back because I think it, it's a, it's a bit similar to last year as well because yeah. they they what was it they played who did they play last year in the quality they played or well, they played Collingwood mm. and they, and and they absolutely had a, a rancid game there and they bounced back <laughs> the following the following week it wasn't convincing but they did but they did do what they needed to do I think um, as well the Pies probably going unchanged they'll be comfortable the lineup um, Selwood. Should make it up, and I think yeah, get your yeah. Parking. I, I, I think the I think the pies don't need to do anything with with their twenty two. They showed last week that that they can they can do anything on any given day. How's this for a theory though? Do you want to hear this? Tell this us. Is, let, let, let's tell let's us. hear let's hear the theory. So think about the dogs in twenty sixteen. They Lincoln. had to had had to win week after week, and the first week was against West Coast, wasn't it, Doc? Yeah, beat them, beat yeah, them over Coast. there. West Coast oh, first no. week. The Pies have done the impossible. They had no chance. So everything from here is easier for them in terms of, look, this is a 50-50 game. We're already here. Yeah, this is 50-50 game. If we win this week, we play Brisbane, who we only lost by 11 points. No. I reckon. I'm not going to say. Stop. No, I'm not. No, I'm just saying. You're, that, you, are you Are you positing? No, no, no. Are you no, saying that the Pies are making a run to the no, grand no, no. final? No, I'm saying, I'm saying, Kat, that they've overcome the biggest hump and they're a genuine chance to do a lot through the next couple of weeks. So, I, they I, win I, this week. That's a big if, call. If, if they get through Geelong, then I can seriously 
see this being a 2016 vibe. Yep, it, it's, there it is. Uh, look, we, we, had, we had to beat Hawthorne in the second week and they were on, on the back of three straight flags. Uh, Geelong, Geelong are on the back of uh, no flags in <laughs> Final nine years. No flags in nine years. So... That they have, have some, they still no have something points. they still have something to prove the cats so oh yeah of course but it, I think um, it's a, it's a massive game Alex mm. North's got the smoky on the pies all oh, right just think, think about a cat no, that's a good call it's a good call I'm very happy to see it happen if they get up this week that's for sure yeah I don't mind it I don't mind it <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I, I, I I'm just worried that by th- this time next week we come back and the pies are not here and uh, they get thumped ev- by ten goals ev- every everybody's jumping on jumping on you about being a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that's think... all right. We're, that's but that's okay. We're all about the we're all about the big cutting edge uh, theories here at A three. We love with a tin, that, we, with that big call. We love a tinfoil hat stuff. With that big call, we're going to have to wrap up this episode of the A three Footy Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Make sure you follow us on all our socials: A three Footy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, at A three Footy on Twitter, A three Footy at gmail.com as well. The email: send us all your thoughts on the finals. Who's winning the flag? Uh, who's winning this week, who's going to win the prelims, all that kind and of... And YouTube. We're back on YouTube. And YouTube as well, yes. YouTube.com, uh, A3 Footy Podcast. Look us you'll up. Be, you'll be able to see our wonderful mugs for, <laughs> for everybody to see for over an hour. Stay tuned Which... as well. As I mentioned in the AFLW episode, we've got some interviews upcoming with some AFLW draftees. We just had another one uh, confirm her interest uh, as we've been talking here. So stay tuned for those interviews coming up in the next uh, weeks. This will be good. With all that said, gentlemen, anything to add? Uh, go Tigers. Go Tigers. Yeah. Oh, well, good luck to my mob and good luck to everyone's teams competing yes. in the finals. And hopefully boys retreat to another good week of competitive footy finals. Oh, I hope so. That's so. so far. Two, two cracking games of football coming, coming ahead. Join us next week for the review of the semifinals. With all that said, I've been Alex Catalano. I've been Alex Miller. And I've been Alex Doherty. We will be here same time, same place next week. Make sure you join us again. Thanks for listening. See ya.